welcome to the pre-episode roll, where I tell you to please go donate to the Community Supporter Drive if you haven't already. You have one more week after this week to do so, and it's helping a good cause. Any little bit helps. It doesn't even have to be for a full Community Supporter membership, but if you want one and you can't donate, if you leave a review for the podcast, you get a chance to win a free year of Community Supporter. Right now, there is one person, one, who qualifies. So please, I don't want to give it to them. Give it to someone else. Basically, anyone else posts a review, you're probably going to win because 50-50, they can't prove I'm showing favoritism. So get out there, support, and leave us a review, and happy holidays, everyone. Now, on to the show. Hey there, how's it going? Oh, it's me, your friend, King Monkey. It's good to see you again. What's that you're wearing? Looks mighty comfortable. Oh, two burlap sacks and a duvet? What an odd ensemble. Still, you're rocking it. That was very weird. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to jump in at some point, and then I'm like, nope, I'm going to let it go. I'm not comfortable jumping into this at all. It's getting weirder by the second. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Every moment that passes, you're like, nope, that's when I should have put a stop to it. (laughs) Yep. Nope, that was the Oh, God. Oh, man. It's all gone. I, Thanks for joining is, us, guys. Yeah. It's been a and pleasure. And that's our episode for the week. We done. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> well, I think uncharacteristically, we're going to get right into it then. <laughs> that's all it took. That's all it took. A One very awkward intro, and suddenly all the preamble is gone. It's time for It's a Verb's Random Verb of the Week. Nothing else has happened. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Cue music. My actual music that comes in. God, God, it's fine. Everything. (laughs) Sorry, no, it's cool, man. (laughs) It's just a joke. So it's time for It's a Verbs Random Verb of the Week, sponsored by It's a Verb LLC. Oh, you got me. It's good you got me. Because I was going to say the name of the guy, you said a different guy. I did. All right. Roll a D12. This is ridiculous. What the hell have we done to get Two. Can you roll something high for once in your life? Okay, I'll switch to the gold No, it's die. too late. No, no, you rolled now. It's, we're sticking with that. Because I have no okay. way of justifying not going with this one. <laughs> There's no other way. <laughs> All right, I definitely couldn't delete it and have you just re-roll it. No. That no, would be unethical. That doesn't make... <laughs> it's all about ethics in <laughs> And RPG we are podcast. all about ethics. <laughs> Especially because I have a ad blocker running and this website likes to remind me of that. So, you rolled a two, and that yeah. makes you a random verb of the week, sponsored by It's a Verb, shop. 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 Okay. Edric the Bard was unsatisfied with the photo taken, and he had to shop it to give himself some glossy smooth skin. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do I know what you meant? Do, do you... 
to shop a, to shop a I, photo, right? I think I... <laughs> he had to give himself one of those airbrush Vogue appearances for the magazine cover. He had to shop it. Yeah, you guys shop it. <sighs> That's so stupid. <laughs> Did you? Were you? Did you not expect that I would find a new depth of stupidity? To... Oh, that's this is like your fourth new depth in the first five minutes. <laughs> oh my! I'm goodness. all about plumbing new depths, baby. Oh, <coughs> I think you just killed me. <laughs> my condolences on your passing. Well, that was going to be funny for me. Just you. <laughs> Just Everyone you. else is going to be like, why, why is he laughing so hard? <laughs> and let me tell you, I did just wipe mm-hmm. tears from my eye. Oh, I don't know why that got me just right. <laughs> anyway, we've been talking about Photoshop. writer's block. Writer's block. Writer's block. Don't mm-hmm. don't try and bring up your I'm not bringing up anything. misappropriation of the random verb of the week. <laughs> apologies. <laughs> writer's and block. We totally yeah. had a had a plan for a special guest. I mm-hmm. bet nobody can guess who it was. Yeah, but that person had apparently better plans. That person decided had to somewhere us. to be. He just decided that he would hang out with the cool kids. Yeah, and, and clearly doesn't understand the meaning of a little bit. Yeah, no. A little bit is not six hours, guys. Okay. Yeah. A, a little bit is, has a limit of two hours. That's like period. Come on. So we're going to push on without them, Yeah. even though I had planned everything around them being here. And it's absolutely <sighs> no trouble or difficulty for us whatsoever to completely overhaul our procedure on the fly, thanks to one person's dereliction of duty. This is a tight-run ship, and I plan everything. Our ship is so come, tight. We are, we, are, we are so well-planned, it comes off as unplanned. That's, That's right. how good I am. Yeah. I've you guys, planned it to you look You don't even messy. know how tightly Shimmy and I ship. You should see the outlines I use. Every movement mm-hmm. is like an intricate tangle. Oh, you should see Simmy's movements. They're a wonder to behold. I feel like we're having different conversations here. I think I'm having just the right conversation. <laughs> but we covered the pregame <laughs> writer's block. <laughs> we're just going to... Sight yep. along. I'm just gonna sashay right on past that. <laughs> yep. Uh, writer's block. And now we're gonna talk a little bit about experiencing writer's block in a PC game post. So yeah, you're yeah. in the game. You somehow got over it enough to write an app mm-hmm. and submit said app to the game Add. My yep. hip with the lingo. Very cool. Everyone will absolutely buy that you're an 18 year old on the internet right now. Totes. Totes. And now Lol. you're in. You find yourself in the game. Yeah, like Tron style. You actually got digitized and transmitted into the game. And now it's time to fight for the users. Yeah, uh, that is a problem. I mean, but honestly, just like a good antivirus software will usually deal with that. So I mean, and also don't make your master control program sentient. I mean, first problem. Yeah, no sentient computers. Like 101, that's just a programming do not do, right? Yeah, if you're listening, Google, you stop with your AI projects, okay? It's world doom you're programming there. But, I mean, while we're at it, let's Mm. also talk about writer's block. Yeah, sure. 
So I've experienced this many a time mm-hmm. where you get in there and you're like, I just do not know what to do next. Yeah, for sure. So the, the easiest thing you can do is let other people post. That's, that's the easiest thing sometimes. If you don't know what to do, let someone else take a turn at it. Yeah. And maybe you'll get an idea based on how they interact with the world at that point. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I would say that that is that that should be your go-to. Don't feel like you have to get a post out right away, unless you are in a game that is you are committed to a daily posting rate, mm-hmm. and you only have a certain amount of time. Don't feel you have to rush yourself. But let's say you do need to rush, or you're everyone else is posted, and you still have no idea, the and you're just stuck. You're the caboose. Yeah. What would be something you would try, King Monkey? Uh, okay. Well. I guess first of all, we got to figure out why are you hesitant to post? Why am I not feeling it? Um, writer's and, block. Sure. Yeah, writer's block has a number <laughs> of different causes, though. So, like, maybe it's that I don't know what I'm going to do next. Uh, so, you know what I have done? There have been uh, occasions where I did not know what I was going to do next, uh, and I decided to explore that. I basically had the character just pull an introspective moment of I. I'm in over my head. I genuinely don't know what's going on here. And I allowed the character to experience that moment of directionlessness, rudderlessness. And usually by expanding on that in writing, I was able to find a direction for that character. In the most recent case with my druid in that Planescape game, the character was completely out of their depth, had been taken from the world they knew, uh, and transported here to a a city in the center of the multiverse without a clear plan for what to do fallen in with a group quite by happenstance and i as the player wasn't sure what i was going to do because none of it fit in with my character's direction so my i basically had my character in indulge in a moment's uh self-pity at not understanding its surroundings and not uh, wishing that it had direction from its god to give it a path forward and in that basically just said to itself in absence of a divine message at the very least i can follow the direction of the group and perhaps a divine message will follow and it was sort of a key moment for me as the writer to recognize that is the character's temporary motivation to continue going until there is a sign so would you say that might be your motive no it's just the thing causes them to go and do a thing okay yeah totally not definitely not a motive this is this this isn't like a shop versus shop thing no so are we talking about shopping again so that is definitely a way to go figure out why you're struggling i think is what you were getting at early on why you're struggling to post and if it's appropriate apply that to the character so if you're struggling because you're not sure what to do next you don't feel you have the tools necessary maybe your character feels that way as well yeah. But maybe not. It doesn't have to be that way. Maybe you're just not sure how you can be useful to the situation, but you know your character should be. So what yeah. I like to do when I hit that point where like I know I want to move forward with something mm-hmm. is I like to go back to my character sheet or my application, wherever I have some details about what they're capable of and review that. Look at you know, if I'm in Pathfinder, I'm looking at my skill points. I'm looking at my feats. I'm looking at my weapons. I'm looking at my spells if I have them. I'm looking at all those things. And like, is there a way I can apply any of this to this situation? Because 
I mean, sometimes I like to come at things from a mechanical standpoint as well. Mm-hmm. And that can also give you the tool to move forward because you got to remember what your character has is stuff that they are comfortable and familiar with. They are usually good with. Yeah. So it would make sense that they would have more familiarity with those tools, with that knowledge than you do. Yeah. Skill checks are the perfect example. Like if you don't know what to do, but there's knowledge to be had, Mm -hmm. maybe make a knowledge check in the system and get that information, and that might help you move forward because that sure. gives you something to yeah, share with people. Like you yourself are perhaps not a hovercraft mechanic, but your character is. So rather than trying to understand how a hovercraft mechanic is going to approach the problem of their vehicle falling from the sky, you can have a character roll on that relevant skill, and then the DM or uh, storyteller can provide you with some kind of direction that you yourself could not presume. Right? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And if, I'm sorry, if, I, I didn't mean to imply that you, Simi, are not a hovercraft mechanic. I'm fully aware of your certification. That's very impressive. I did apply my knowledge of you to this and know that, yes, you're just you're just a crass individual. You, you have no social grace, and that's why you were implying such a thing. I, mm-hmm. I understood yeah, no. your limitations. Crude and crass with a whole lot of... Badonkadonk. I don't know why you do this to me. I can't leave that in there. <laughs> I don't even know if I can bleep it out ethically because know. people will know exactly what I bleeped out. Because <laughs> I knew what you were about to say. Gotta bleep that. But donk a donk. It's getting worse up in here. <laughs> oh, yep. This wouldn't be happening if our special guest had been here. It's all the special guest's yeah. fault. Yeah. <laughs> You know who you are. Yes. You have failed this podcast. Isn't special guest just the worst person? Yeah. Probably. I thought about grabbing our former special guests because they were online. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'd be available, but I was like, eh, I'd rather make, them, I'd rather make our other special guests. It's just back. so much work, though. Yeah. I mean, we plan things around a certain person. Now mm-hmm. they're not here. Planned meticulously to the so second. Another interesting advanced. thing it's that crazy. you could do, we mm-hmm. talked about it for your ads whether it be an application or a game ad, is find a random generator appropriate to your situation. A random hook, random character, random setting. I mean, find a random generator that works and throw something out there and think, how can this apply to my character or the situation? Because like King Monkey said, you know, you can also go introspective with it. So maybe you randomly generate a character and that character would think about the situation one way. So you remember them as a past person in your life. Maybe yeah. they died. Maybe they were a former friend. Maybe they were your parent. Oh, my father would have thought this way. And you use this other character to drive you forward because you're building your character's backstory. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Just take, take a moment to look backwards rather than forwards at where the character came from and see if there's some kind of lesson or uh, condition that they can apply going forward. So one thing that we did discover all on our own is there is this thing on the site called the writer's block. Like a block for writers, but it's also writer's block as in the condition. So it's like a double It's like a intended. cheese block only for writers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say like a butcher's block where you put the writers on and you just... Wow, we came at that very different directions. <laughs> one, you're chopping them up. The other one, you're eating them. Yeah, well, like, I mean, I mean, ultimately, obviously, you're not going to just eat them right off the butcher's block. You got to, you know, 
trim cook it them. and prepare it. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to suggest that you eat a writer raw and just cut them up and eat them like some kind of crude monster. No, you at least want to, you know, put a nice sear. Uh, it's a lot of salt. Frankly, writers, they're gamey. You want to add some salt and I've heard. And I won't. I won't talk too much about the specific writer's block section of the website because I am still hoping to tap our special guests at a later time and get them to talk about it. But I will go ahead and use their information in one of their lessons. And they say that every post should contain one, two, or all three of the following four elements. A descriptive (laughs) element a hook or engagement element, an action element, and a motive element. And I think I think it's a good way of going about things, and we've touched on basically all that already. The only thing we really haven't touched on is the hook. You know, King Monkey talked about motive. We mm-hmm. talked about action using, you know, what your character is capable of. The hook is then the thing where you go back to the GM post or the thread line you're following and think, how is what I'm doing moving things forward? Yeah, what can I provide that other people can build off of? Or, or yeah, and it doesn't even it. have to hook into the game itself. It can be something another player's done. Maybe you have a pass with another player. Maybe you don't. Maybe something they've done triggered it. So you're you're connecting with them or the or the game in some kind of way. But I I love the idea of always having some kind of forward momentum. Every post whether from the GM or from the players, should move things forward. And we've talked about that a uh, play-by-post tendency to wallow in the PC's brain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the five paragraphs of introspection in the middle of a swing of a sword. I remember how my dad used to teach me to scythe grain when I was but a wee child. That was and, before the Fire Nation attacked. And, and is war <laughs> not but a harvest of souls? Am I not merely a farmer even here as I can? Oh my god! <laughs> and my Let's mother... Roll a d20! My mother struck my father down one day. Oh. Madness, a light in her eyes. And she oh. beat him with a rock over and over and said, For the Lantern King! I was having fun and I was playing. <laughs> and then came to a grinding halt. And so, <laughs> the point here is not... To not use your past. We've yeah. we've said use your past. Do it. But yeah. to use it in an economic fashion. Yes. That's the best word Economic? Yeah, Econ- economical. Econ- Econ- economical, maybe comical. Certainly keep it canonical. Um, yeah, but for sure. Because it's not a question about specifically how much writing you do in that case. It's how much is appropriate to the situation. Right. And relevant to everyone. Like, yeah. if you're not saying it out loud then limit how much you're doing there because people are still going to have to read that to understand why you're doing things. <laughs> and just picture, so, you know, you're asking the character, what do you think we should do next? And then you have five paragraphs of introspection before a line of dialogue. And I just picture the character staring off into the middle distance wistfully for 10, 15 seconds before talking. Everyone's yeah, like, if, if, you're, if your post starts to feel like an anime power-up sequence where for over the next five episodes someone's going to stand there and just scream while the world just happens around them that's sort of what you're doing when you put up a you know 10 paragraph introspective post that doesn't engage anyone else 
Yeah. I mean, in a, a 10 paragraph post that provides people with opportunities to engage or that meaningfully moves forward the plot, by all means, if you can manage that, fantastic. Thumbs up and 25 cents to you. But odds are other people are probably going to want to play too. Yeah, definitely. And and just, just be careful and don't do it all the time. And whenever possible, use that to get to other people. Use that to get to other people. Find them where they're weakest. Swoop Find in, their weaknesses. Exploit, exploit their vulnerabilities. Them. <laughs> you know, sorry, I, I was thinking about the secret. <laughs> no, isn't isn't that the, uh, the 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 player's guide or whatever that the pickup master's? Oh yeah, 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 pickup artist or pickup artist. There it is. That's <laughs> pickup uh, pickup artist guide to the galaxy or something. I don't know, but that's that, that's that book by Douglas Adams, right? <laughs> the Pickup Artist Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty I sure that's right. I want to see that book, like a a Pickup Artist book of like juvenile misogynist nonsense, but set against the Douglas Adams universe. It's like Zaphod Beeblebrox writing yeah. a book. That's what it is. <laughs> Boom! Look at that. See how wow. we overcame writer's block there? Yeah. It's, it could be that easy for you, too, if you just do what we say. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say it could be this easy for you, too, if you just subscribe to our... Subscribe <laughs> to our OnlyFans for just $15 a month. <laughs> we're giving out... We have seminars that we're doing Tony Robbins style. <laughs> walking out oh sweaty goodness. and enthusiastic on stage. I kind of want to do that now. <laughs> An OnlyFans that's just yeah. seminars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing sexy at all. I mean, <laughs> I mean other than my words. I don't know that that was going to be an option, frankly. <laughs> I mean, uh, I will it takes all kinds Birch. on the internet, but have you looked at uh, have you looked at us? I mean, yeah. no. it's seminars, but it only focuses on our feet. I do have some nice shoes. So we talk I'm, about I'm whatever we want, but the, the video is always on our feet. Yeah. <laughs> Today is D&D class, the monk, and we're in foot wraps. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Thematic footwear. Oh, uh, TM, 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 that's our idea. Yeah. Leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> the foot oh. guide to better role playing. Put a pin in that. It's always a handbook, never a foot book. Come yeah. on. That'll be, that's the introduction. I always thought, why is it called a handbook? And I thought, wouldn't a foot book be better? And thus, here we are. <laughs> it wasn't, but it wasn't taken, and so the copyright's ours. Yeah, we just reprint everybody else's stuff with footbook instead of handbook. Boom! Boom! Brilliant, Billions. my friend. Brilliant. So yeah, that's the writer's block. <laughs> I don't, you know, I'd like to apologize. I, I really don't know where how that was helpful for you, but... Uh... I don't know, I feel like it was pretty helpful. <laughs> But the foot part, the foot part, I'll, I'll admit that kind of lost me there. I'm not sure. Find what to do find that. your find the writer's block on RPG. There X. you go. Yeah. RPG Crossing. I'm sorry, it's not RPG X. Mm. Even though we can say Happy Xmas, can't say RPG X. Yeah, because because we all know Xmas stands for Crossingmas. Yeah. Exactly. Merry Crossings. I, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not seeing the wrong here. Mm-hmm. Yep. The only people who see the the wrong are the ones engaged in the war on crossing this. And I will say that the writer's block is not intended to make you a better writer. Like it's not there to critique your 
sentence, paragraph, your, your word use. Structure. It's yeah. it's intended to help you make play by posts posts effective. Hey, I have a question for you. I have an answer. Perfect. Well, now I guess I don't even need to ask it because it's clearly already going to be closed and we can just move on to the next bit. All right, moving on. <laughs> I was going to ask you about music. Okay, um, what about music? Because I know that I was talking to another player recently and that person is big on uh, assembling playlists for their characters. Okay. It's not something that I do, but I do recognize the value in having sort of thematic music that you can listen to if you're not feeling it, you know, something that's appropriate to the type of game you're playing. Would yeah. you ever would you ever think of um you're, if you're not sure where to go with your character, but you know what kind of music inspired the creation or somehow ties into that character, would you consider just listening to a song and see if that provides you any any motivation or any uh inspiration? Is that something you do or have Me done? personally, it wouldn't work as well just because I can tend to get lost in the music itself. And so I forget whatever I was thinking of before, or I get so focused on what I'm working on that I miss the music. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That See. said, I have used, I have used things like tabletop audio or like gaming audio that's meant to be played in the background during a session. Yeah. I have used that when I'm prepping for a session, and I don't know if it gives me the ideas, but it can help me feel the mood. So if I'm if I'm looking at okay they're going to go through these series of four encounters in this winter wasteland mm-hmm. if I want to you know spice it up a little bit what might they encounter here how might I describe this I might put that on because then it kind of okay they're going to hear this while I'm describing it so what do I need to add to it Right right But for the most part I work better the other way when I was when we did the when we did the post of the month readings Having something already read with intention yeah. allowed me to feel what music fit in better because I'm more orally focused on yeah, that yeah. end of things. But I can see the benefit of it, and I have been inspired by music to then do something. I just never have used music intentionally to inspire me. Mm, okay. What about you? Have you? You know what? I think I have done it maybe once and that was in an initial post for a character that i had uh come up with that was specifically intended to be inspired by music so i don't know that it necessarily is applied to any other characters that i played yeah i other outside of characters who are driven by music yeah Mm -hmm. I, i can put that caveat too yeah um but i mean even if it doesn't necessarily work for me or for you uh anything that helps you find inspiration or sometimes specifically diversion from writing can help you as well. So, I mean, maybe if you're having difficulty getting into a post, try and find some music that fits the situation or even look for some uh, visual art, you know, a painting or um, a CG render of something that's applicable. You know, maybe you can find some kind of stimulus completely outside of the realm of writing that will provide you with some impetus to experience or, or rather uh, expand on a feeling in your post or you know maybe something about that art will trigger something be it uh, visual or uh, musical or, or what have you so i mean definitely try, try lots of tools stuff right yeah my my favorite author brandon sanderson 
says that he intentionally makes playlists for when he's writing certain books. So he makes a new playlist for each book he's writing, and he may pull stuff from a former playlist if he's writing the next book, but he creates new ones. He actually had someone write music for one of his characters once. That's cool. And yeah, so it obviously it works for people. And you know what? Actually, you say that uh, there are things like, like there are plenty of free music making apps. Uh, if you're not someone who already does this uh, sort of semi-professionally or professionally or what have you. So, I mean, you could always get like a free music making app and sometimes uh, diversion, like I say, just distract yourself with something that's thematically similar by creating a new song on Music Maker or whatever uh, can provide you with some sort of uh, nonverbal motivation to, 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 to do some writing, you know? Yeah, and we said it in the first episode, and it's, it bears repeating now. If you get stuck in the act of writing, you know what you want to do, you're having trouble translating that into words, walk away for a bit. Do something else. Distract yourself. I tend to, a lot of times anymore, I'll read whatever I need to respond to while I'm at work, yeah. and then I'm I'm sitting there on my forklift, either listening to a podcast or whatever, just letting it sit in the back of my brain, and suddenly I'll like, oh, I got this idea. Yeah. And so then I'll start working on it in my head. So that way, when I come to sit down, I have the general idea of what I want to cover, how I want to do it. I gotta say, when I used to work in a hotel, I had a lot of a lot of time when I was doing vacuuming for long hallways and uh, the ballrooms, and like just vacuuming would take two to three hours a night. And it's like this zen-like experience of just going back and forth. And I got a lot of. Uh, sort of writing preparation or uh, creation stuff done in my head at that time. I do miss that. So, I mean, certain physicality is actually helpful, uh, which can be counterintuitive. But just, as you say, get up, walk away, do a thing, mm -hmm. you know? And, and finding either audiobooks or podcasts that you enjoy, I find is a great place for inspiration. If you're not having time to read a book, because... Mm -hmm. The more sources of things you have, the more you can kind of chameleon other things together. Not chameleon. Yeah. Chimera other things together to create something new. I don't, yeah. Chimerlian. 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 I'm, sure I'm sure that's a creature in our setting. It is now. <laughs> the Chimerlian. It's a color-changing mix yeah. of lizard and probably human, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you just change the serpent <laughs> tail on a chimera or whatever tail, whatever part is reptile, you just change it to a chameleon. Oh, bingo bang, you're done. Don't worry about it. Why are you worried about it? <laughs> it's a color change in uh, Chimera over here. I might be thinking of Manticores, too. No, it's, it's Chimeras. Yeah, well, I mean, a Chimeric creature is any combination of two or more. Technically true, yeah. Well, I think with that out of the way, it's time for... Adventure! Assemble! It's time to go on an adventure. It's time to have a little fun. It's time to slay the castle, explore the dragons. It will be good fun. Mm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's getting harder now that you add more words to it. That was exhausting. You know, I think I'm done now. <laughs> you, you should you should get a random song generator. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? Random them, there is there must be like a random song lyric generator on the internet, I would like an AI it. thing, like a algorithm. 
I'll use an algorithm. All about right. the algorithm. Song lyrics generator, boom. Freestyle, line by line, rap, metal. And I just have to shoehorn the words adventure in there or, or something. Let's do a love song. Let's see what this gives us. Oh, wait, this is, what? what? Fill the entire form with random ideas. Oh, no, we're done. That's way <laughs> too much. I'm doing this so I don't have to put in the work. Come on. My love for you is like the most short cabbage. Your face <laughs> reminds me of down-to-earth flamingos. Together, we are like sandwiches and balsamic vinegar. <laughs> what the heck is this? That's not a healthy relationship. It's, <laughs> it's not a healthy one. The song is our short cabbage love. <laughs> it's our short cabbage love. Mm. Oh, darling Elliot, my short cabbage, my down-to-earth cabbage, the perfect companion to my sandwich's soul. <laughs> Poppies are red, oceans are blue. I like airplane museums, but not as much as I love flying with you. Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh my. This oh is my. so bad. I gotta see what else they, we can get here now. <laughs> That's so bad. I want more. Ooh, ooh, Adele. Mm. Fill with random ideas. I'm talking about filling Adele with random ideas? This is called Let the Pixie Mash. <laughs> okay. Pixie Mash is where we start, two miles and poles apart. Where worlds collide and days are dark, you may have my pixie, you can take my box, but you'll never have my beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't have me until the end. <laughs> I heard that you settled down. I heard that you settled down. That you found a lady and you're married now. That's just her lyrics, isn't it? I heard that your dreams came true. Guess that Katie gave you things that I didn't give to you. I know it could also be Alanis Morissette. There is a fire starting in my beard. Reaching a fever pitch, it's bringing me out of the... Well, that's too many words. Killing me. Yeah. <laughs> well, fire in was... my beer. Fire in my beer, actually. But just no, no, the... beard. Oh, yeah. Beard. Okay, that's fine. This isn't a country... Let's... Okay, now we gotta go to Wait. country, don't we? Now, they... okay, so he the, the bearded person is probably a guy is singing to his lost love that he lost to someone named Katie. Okay. Yeah, it works. Here I am. I don't know why I'm trying to, to analyze randomly generated lyrics. Yeah. Stuff. That's I don't on either, me. but yeah, That's you're definitely going at it. <laughs> this is something weird. I may look into that for the next one. <laughs> we'll see. But it oh, sounds a like a random lot of Christmas work. song generator. Oh, no, thank you. After I know by the time this episode comes out, it's probably going to be closer to Christmas. Or yeah, it's, not yeah it'll be Christmas, December. But, but, it'll be acceptable ooh. to have Christmas songs. Yeah, but right as of the time of recording in the distant past. Oh, here you go. Plot generator. Mm, plot generator. Dating profile generator. Mm, that's a warning sign. Love calculator. Excuse. Okay, no, no. Sorry. Last one on I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get to the reason we're We've actually lost here. Him. We've lost him. <laughs> My gone. mate had a broken heart and I found a lost kitten in the road. <laughs> what? <laughs> I I can't even read this. This is this is insanity. Anyway, we're... Well, I mean, if your mate's got a broken heart and you buy them a kitten instead, something that they can show affection to and it will be affectionately almost unconditionally in return. 
I can see how that might be decent therapy, but I would worry about the person getting fixated on the animal as a substitute for dealing with their human affection. So we've been talking about this coastal archipelago town that lived in relative harmony with an aquatic civilization. Yeah. Suddenly having people go missing because a water troll found a, an open tunnel between... Suddenly water trolls! That's, that's, I mean, story of my life. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Suddenly, that old chestnut. water trolls. <laughs> suddenly water trolls. Yeah. But they fu- suddenly f- found themselves flushed out when all the stuff with the Quogers happened. Mm-hmm. And last time we found out that an elf, of course, mm-hmm. is capitalizing on this unrest to send people after the worm of Guntiova. A dragon of guilt and saffron guarding a jilted, ho- a jilted, <laughs> a, a jeweled yep. hoard, mm-hmm. specifically hoarding gilded a cup. gilded cup, which is the source of their immortal- immortality curse. Yes, where their body is not preserved perfectly forever, but in fact uh, is subject to the vicissitudes of time and misfortune. Where if things fall off or break, or if they get scarred or lose scales, they don't grow back. And now this terribly vain creature has to deal with that forever. 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 And they, they've, they are protective of their area. Perhaps the elves have been moving stuff that they are interested in. Perhaps mm-hmm. not. We don't know yet. We will find out today. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Who knows? But they, they have t- taken our two, maybe three people and tasked them with retrieving the eyes of this supposed blight upon the land right but it can never be that straightforward for us no so i'm gonna generate some twists you're gonna roll a d10 um so how about this like bright yellowish green one nobody cares about the color 10 (laughs) apparently you're wrong because i got the best number on that die all right there is a sudden tornado uh, completely unrelated to the plot. Sudden tornado. <laughs> That's the twist. Suddenly, tornado. <laughs> so, as the elf is trying to foment some kind of uh, violent uprising that they can direct at the dragon, and as the troll is preying on the people of the archipelago, and as the people themselves are just trying to come to grips with what is happening and deal with the fear and mistrust that's growing, Suddenly, tornado. Uh, I mean, yeah, tornadoes tend not to give too much of a cuss about what's going on in your life when they decide to settle down in your area. So, I mean, it makes as much sense anything. Uh, so now... So I want to have a what? reason for the tornado. I don't want it to be completely random. I mean, tornadoes aren't really random. They're the result of an entire system of weather structures going on. I mean, it's... Yeah, but this is a fantasy land, so... Mm, yeah, fantasy <laughs> tornadoes only happen because, well, let's not beat around the bush, but because of fantasy wizards. Or or even regular wizards. They don't have to be those kind of kinky ones. Yeah, true. <laughs> fantasy wizards. Mm. What, what's your fetid to see? You said that, and my mind immediately went to Hellraiser with the, what is your pleasure, sir? Oh, jeez. Those are two divergent thought paths. versions. Can it be Cenobites? I kind of feel like either... Oh, no, no. Okay. You're thinking about it. 
You're trying to reason a, 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 this into, into existence. We have random generators to do the reasoning for you. Right, but I just used a random generator. Yeah, now we use another one. What caused the tornado? Let's, let's completely shirk any level of responsibility here. Let's put all of the constructive uh, uh, effort on a random generator. It's practically what we're doing anyway. <laughs> random tornado generator is what I just looked up. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> tornado simulator? Using tornado generator for offense? Wait, well, what random... if, if this is the random plot twist and you got um, tornado... How about we just roll on there again, and we'll see what the two plot twists are, and we'll we'll mash them together till they fit. Okay. All right. I won't even hit and generate more twists. Just roll. Just roll the black guy. Four. What do you got? We discover that once a specific rhyme is analyzed, a character has an irrational fear. That didn't help. Uh, oh! The dragon? The dragon has the maybe magical power over the weather in the area or you know like uh, how dragons often affect their their region around their lair but it reads a magical rhyme i feel like this is a good po- re- way to bring in the slab of malediction yes because that was on the boat that the elves were going through the area the uh, the boat got attacked they they've been they've been playing with it they've been trying to figure things out it's becoming hard, but they've they've deciphered this one piece, and maybe that was what was being transported, and the dragon got a hold of that. So, do you think they were transporting translations of the text, or were they transporting the slab itself? I think it would have to be translations, because the slab we determined was pretty big. Yeah, I mean, not for a gold dragon, not for a worm. Right, it's still big though. It would have been more noticeable if they had grabbed that and made people more interested. And, All right. and also, it's a slab, not some jewels. True. Okay, so the elves, because we've determined everything's kind of in the same region, and we know that they were bringing their... They know they were bringing... Varial, in fact, was bringing the stuff from the Dwarven and Nymph Island to the mainland. Mm-hmm. Probably doing his own research on the boat as they were going. Maybe... Their boat passed through the region and was uh, basically their plans were disrupted by the dragon, who, as we know, is basic, is rabid about having no one around who could possibly witness what they consider to be their deformity now. Yeah. And so the dragon then got hold of the translations. Oh, no, no. I think I think you or were on burial. the right track at first. So the slab was being moved okay. by boat and the dragon... They got too close to this dragon slayer, and in their panic, someone, maybe Varial himself, ran to the slab and just started reading things. Oh. And it created Varial. it created this magical confluence that created this tornado, A these random tornado. tornadoes that are popping up. So it's or, not or one magical mega tornado. Maybe a sharknado? <laughs> I think that's too ridiculous. We're not going to go. <laughs> I don't this think. This is fantasy, not no, ridiculousity. That's, that's just, I don't think that that idea has any kind of traction. Like, I can't see a property with sharknadoes. Yeah. There's uh, no way very well. that would ever be a viable mm, property. No, certainly not. It's ridiculous. So, I'm sorry. I took it too far, everybody. But, okay, so when they're, when they're attacked by the dragon, when they're attacked by the dragon, very old panic. And as a last resort, in 
invoked something on the slab of malediction to the best of his understanding, which is probably not 100%. And then magical tornado. And so this this magical tornado has been haunting the area for a while. It moves Uh, around, but doesn't go very far. And so it's going to run into our group running into things there. And so we might have a chance because maybe what's actually happening is it's the, it's the physical embodiment of those words. And perhaps our people will be able to suss out that what's going on and maybe hear tap into it in some way and hear what's going on, which will reveal something scary about one of the, one of the things that the characters are scared about. Like something like your wedding vows. Well, the slab of malediction, the slab of malediction, as I recall, was something the dwarves used ceremonial in uh, ceremonially in the declaration of war, and that's why the elders wanted to get their hands on it. So maybe it's not just purely ceremonial; it actually has some kind of magic to embolden or empower an army. Well, I think what we had said, and obviously, you know, we're not going to check. But I think what we had said was it is something from the ancient past that they didn't understand anymore. They gave it this imposing name. They used it in their ceremonies, but they didn't really understand it. The elves actually had more understanding than they did, but not much. And they wanted to seize it for potential power. Okay. But the dwarves using it uh, as an invocation of war, did that have something to do with its properties? Was it something that is somehow inherently violent or destructive? I don't think that the dwarves were actually able to... Well, and the dwarves didn't even have it. It was the nymphs that had it. Yeah, the nymphs had... But it had previously been dwarven. Right. It was it was a dwarvish case. thing. That's why the nymphs couldn't decipher it. Okay. But I don't so think they I'm actually thinking, had it. I no, think, but it was something... If they would recognize the sort of negative aspects to it, but on such a minor scale that they were not able to like fully activate it as some kind of doomsday device, for example. Possibly. It was sort of maybe like an accidental... They lucked into tapping into part of it. And maybe they were even tapping it into it the wrong way, which is why yeah. it had this negative thing. I like maybe, the idea yeah. of it being named something bad, but actually not being intended that way. And the elves knew more about it, but even they don't have a full understanding. Right, right. They, and he invoked it as a desperate measure while being attacked by an angry dragon. Right. They, The person had incomplete information even then, was like, oh, I just need power, so tried that. And of course, this all happened... A while ago. Yeah. So this tornado has had time to rove for a while. Which yeah. is why it's not a immediately think, remarked upon thing when our people show up. Oh, yeah, by the way, watch out for the tornado. It comes around every once in a while and says hi. Yeah, either that or <laughs> there's a region over there where the you don't go in the bay where the dragon is. And you do not sail directly eastward from here because you will be swallowed by the tornado that lives and just sits in the region like a... You want to wait for two more days because that's when it'll have just passed that area. You'll have a good amount of time to get through before it comes back. Because maybe it has like a a pattern that it's following. Yeah, it follows a specific path. Ley lines. Oh, oh, because maybe maybe he did activate something on it, but it interacted strangely with the curse that the dragon has. And that's why you got this swirling vortex of energy. And so now it always circles the dragon in this whatever rotation. But the dragon hasn't figured that out yet because it doesn't pay attention to things. And the elves are thinking then if they can eliminate the dragon, 
maybe that'll right. They they want them, they wanted the immortality stuff of the... anyway, but then they also will be able to possibly You're have control. Why they of needed this. the eye? We figure the cup for immortality. Sure. Why did they need the dragon's eye? Maybe that's something to do with the invocation of the slab of malediction. The eye, oh, the eye of the yes, if you will. yes. Because sometimes, yes, I like that. Because that gives you some sort of... Mm, yes. I like it. Cool. These elves with their wheels within wheels of plans. They, they need the eyes to decipher the slab because it's uh, not actually written in dwarf, dwarvish like we thought. It's, it's written actually written... Ancient. Yeah, it's written in an ancient language that is half magical. And a dragon's eyes see the physical and magical simultaneously. And so it enables yeah. them to view it the way it needs to be viewed to be able to read it. Words that were old before the dragons came to the world. <laughs> Very cool. I like how that turned out. We got there. Well, we're going to have to write some of this down. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let me, uh... Some of it. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> suddenly, uh, tor- I'm just going to write suddenly tornadoes. <laughs> that's it. And I'm sure we'll remember all of the rest of this nonsense. <laughs> now, the other thing we were going to do is figure out who's on the quest. Definitely. Definitely. Well, we know that Healthily was in the area. So I think it's still our, our nymph bandit queen. I mean, who is she traveling with now? Because she seems to cycle through companions faster than Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, anyone you bring into this campaign... Just cannot keep anyone around. Everyone keeps dying around me. I'm not sure. I feel like this is maybe partially somehow to some extent my fault. Didn't healthily, didn't in, in. She, oh, she, she got taken prisoner, didn't she? Well, in, in, in reactivating things, she got separated from her companion. Oh, that's I don't know if she got taken prisoner. No, you're right. But I think we actually had a real reason why she had been split up. Because then I was like, maybe she'll be with the same one. Maybe she won't. Depends on if I've read stuff recently or not. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Okay, so maybe maybe Healthily is still trapped somewhere and can show up at a later point whenever someone rolls a random nymph and or bandit. Um, so maybe we'll do someone completely separate for us right now. Well, let me tell you who I rolled up at randomly. Got- I rolled up Bellis, the Bellis. female halfling bard. Female halfling bard, okay. So you tell me who you're bringing. I think that we are definitely looking at Mondrak the Sailor. Mondrak the Sailor. Mondrak the Sailor, a sorcerer of the sea, particularly oh, fond of Sisyphus alliterations. Mondrak the Sailor, sorcerer of the sea. So he's got like that uh, sort of tempestuous uh, temperament and powers fueled by the ocean itself. Sorcerer of wetness. The sorcerer of the sea, the wizard of wetness, the magician of moistity. <laughs> Moistitude. <laughs> so, yeah, Mondrak. Mondrak. So, two completely he, new people. Yeah, we're coming at it fresh for this part and what, of the thing. What race is Mondrak? Mondrak is clearly, if we're going to go with uh, D&D because that's what I know best, he is clearly Genasi, water genie. In, uh, okay. His, his great grandfather married, uh, uh, temporarily married a genie, a marid from the elemental plane of water. Obviously, it's not going to last. Being literally married to the sea tends <laughs> not to work out very well for for your average mortal. But she she comes and time, goes pretty regularly. 
in time, yeah, she came back and basically said, here's your son. Yeah. And uh, he married the sea. One day a child washed up on him and was like, with a note that says, your turn. <laughs> yeah, to something to that extent. And that was, of course, Mon- Mondrak's uh, 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 grandfather, I think. So this is like several generations down now, but he still yeah. feels that. His bloodline's been watered down. Paul to the sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. So now, was he okay? Was Mondrak part of the crew that was originally moving the tablet? No, no. no. I think Mondrak is not not keen on the elves. Mondrak is suspicious of the elves. Uh, okay, he tends to be uh, a merchant sailor, sort of odd jobbing his way around the coast, doing ferrying people who need to go here and there, uh, shipping cargo where it'll take him to somewhere profitable occasionally smuggling people who need to get out of town. Okay. So I think I think the way this is going to kick off then is wherever he came from, Bellis booked passage to this town where everything's happening. I'm sure he would like Bellis because then he could share his uh, his sea shanties and his sailor jigs with her. And they'd be yeah. able to have an exchange of music. And And so then they get to port here in the stories – and that's when they're approached by our elf Bre- Brokna. Brokna was like, "Hey, I've got a, I've got a special Brokna. task for you." And there's a, there's a cave just off the coast that way, and it's a way that people don't go. You more Mondrak knows not, He's not instantly to go suspicious, but he also knows that occasionally elven nonsense leads to fortunes or riches if you can survive getting them. I mean, he he's not he's suspicious of them, but like one, it's a dragon. Dragons are known to have stuff, and two, elves, even though they're weird and and shifty, also pay well at least if you survive. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, but survival. Definitely. Yeah, he's definitely recognizing that there's there's a, a potential of high risk here, but also a potential of great reward. Right, and so like every gambler, he's just like, ah, sure, do it. All right, <laughs> double or nothing. I'm in. All in. <laughs> Is there any other way? <laughs> With all that done, <laughs> I think that's all we've got. I don't know. I got so, nothing else. So we you hear my kids thumping. Don't have a special guest time. because they failed us. Yeah. Well, this I mean, been... we had plenty of fun without them anyway. I mean, yeah, that was totally cool. We had a blast. It was a great. We don't even need you. <laughs> <laughs> we done <laughs> goodbye Craig! 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 I gotta do Craig! (gasps) Now recording. I said now recording! Thank you! Try and make it look like it was your idea, Greg. (laughs) 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 We know that trick, you jerk. (laughs) I'll show you now recording. Your face is now recording.